chapter 3 Job chapter 3 part of the book of Job continues on the overall topic of God's test on man so how does God test us what does he expect from the testing and what is the way a devout That is what Job talked about. So, uh, previous excitation spoke about how uh, we say uh, how Satan got discussed and took steps to test Job by uh, inflicting trouble on his wealth and his health. Now, Job chapter three moves on to point of view. how he feels about the grief that has been bestowed on him and what he thinks of God now that he has experienced the grief and he is also currently in this chapter experiencing grief through uh, the destruction of his family, destruction of wealth and his own health so he's afflicted with it very bad disease of the skin and because of this he is suffering and uh, this chapter talks about how Job this is a narration by Job on how he living devotion wouldn't have gone to waste 
is what he means is what uh, job tries to um, say from his lament now um, so that is the overview so what we can understand um, here is that um, uh, what uh, i mean anybody in this situation would be angry at god most of them would curse god leave the faith and uh, become uh, very distraught take severe uh, steps of uh, uh, pleasure rather than do what job did so if you put anybody in this world who does not have the faith as job they would definitely reject god and move away from god even job's own wife the job's own wife said curse god and die so if she had this type of trouble what would have happened to her is that she would have probably committed suicide and uh, uh, because of her lack of faith in christ she would have lost all hope so job on the other hand had faith in christ even at this time he had faith in christ even uh, through all these troubles even when his own family members lost faith he had faith how many of us can say that we have that kind of faith when not just troubles uh, faces but even our own family members say that your faith is stupid how many of us would say to that person no what you're saying is stupid my faith is true because my faith is in the uh, in Christ who was before time and who will be after time how many of us have that steadfast courage confidence commitment obedience to say to stay and say firmly that no matter what i shall not be moved by anything any one any situation that comes my way how many of us have that faith that is a faith that Christ wants that is a faith job shows us in this passage job tells us through his narration of um, uh, to his uh, through his lament of grief okay so that is the grand scheme of things that we can see from this passage now let us look at some uh, like most of it uh, talk about this so most of the uh, chapter supports this overview of job's unfailing faith in christ in god and his uh, lament of grief so two things unfailing faith and lament of grief lament of grief is more vivid more evident the faith needs to be understood from the structure of this passage now some important verses um, uh, that we can uh, see over here is first of all uh, job chapter 3 verse 8 so job chapter 3 verse 8 may those who curse days curse the day those who are ready to rouse levitim so 
the curse of the Levitian is a curse that uh, stems from ancient uh, literature. Uh, the root of Levitian is from uh, the history of the world. And it basically talks about uh, innkeeper or a highly um, reputed person. has a lot of blessings or has a lot of good things so a person who owns a lot of uh, uh, hotels or inns or places for uh, uh, places who owns a lot of real estate so that's uh, innkeeper that's a person who is cursed with anxiety depression who is cursed with a lot of troubles and this type of curse for this specific uh, uh, segment of the population is called the curse of Levithia and uh, he just he, uh, Job says that uh, Job's, uh, Job is a similar in status of those uh, people and because he is experiencing such anxiety depression he says the curse of the Levithia has been aroused on me so Job is emotionally aware and he manages that uh, emotional awareness by telling god that um, you know this curse is upon me so he um, that's one one thing that job does so in his faith and in the um, lament of grief he identifies very important aspects of the problem so the first thing once you have a problem you need to identify the most uh, important parts of the problem that are present that can be solved so these problems must be identified so instead of just looking at it as a sum instead of looking at it as a huge problem we look at it as sum of parts so each part of the problem adds to the whole thing so he is taking into account small parts of this whole problem that he is facing and he is adding it up so the first part of the problem he sees is a curse of anxiety depression an emotional curse that this problem is having. So he wants to get his mind straight. Now, God tells us that if we have our minds set on peace, set on Christ, we have peace. So no matter what happens to us, if our minds are set on Christ in Christian way, whatever problem we have, we can go through the problem in peace. The problem is still there, but we can walk through it with the peace we are able to uh, look at it from Christ's perspective when we have peace we are, we don't see it from the perspective of the problem itself and we don't get mixed up in the mud but rather we look at it from the perspective from the lens of Christ who sees everything so it's very important to have that type 
type of peace in our everyday lives and job does this by identifying the mental problems that are there for those for him at this situation and so in job chapter 3 verse 8 we see those psychological mental problems or the curse of the levitian that is there and uh, he will take and uh, obviously identifying it is the first step towards rectifying it okay now second uh, verse that i found very important um is supporting the solution that job thinks is right not what god thinks is right but what job thinks is right what god thinks we hear about it later part of the book after the 30th chapter after eddie who speaks we hear about what god has to say about this test that is job so what job thinks about is said in job chapter 3 verse 11 so in job chapter 3 verse 11 he says why did i not perish at birth and die as i came from the womb so he's saying why lord and he also goes on to say um, okay so yeah that is what he says in job chapter 3 that lord said in job chapter 3 uh, verse 11 why did i not perish at birth and die as i came from the womb so this he tries to get to the cause of the situation he tries to uh, first is uh, first a rational solution he looks at something that can be practically done which is the uh, uh, way towards peace that is what we saw in job chapter 3 verse 8 now he looks at a causal solution he says to god i mean god is able to do anything he can turn back time he can turn forward time so he can do anything so in that context job looks at a causal solution the causal solution is that he says why should this soul why should this soul have been brought on the earth or why should i have been born or should the soul have been created you could have just taken it out uh, before it was created and uh, gotten rid of it instead of letting it go through this magnitude of suffering so job suggests this questions god on this as well so um when we look at it from a relevant uh, hermeneutical perspective to our lives when turmoil comes we question god we question our uh, why this is there why uh, most of us question this type of uh, uh, to Christ but we must know that uh, try and it's because it's at when we are faced with this type of problems even the smartest of people even the ones with the highest degree of faith highest degree of love for Christ they, their visions is blinded by the problem they let 
they don't have that peace to look at it from Christ's perspective or from a, a perspective of a person who is blessed. They look at it through the muddy lens of the problem itself. So they think from the problem. So when you think from the problem, you, you, your uh, solution is going to be very crude. It's going to be very... Um, uh, uh, it's going to be... It, it's not going to be from... Uh, the, uh, it's not going to be uh, a part of the true solution. It is going to be a part of the problem. The solution will be part of the problem. So you are not uh, getting out of it, but you are just uh, uh, getting in deeper into it and uh, getting uh, worse and in being engulfed by the problem itself problem you need the, the whole point of uh, solution for a problem is to get out of the problem not to go deeper into the problem so if you have any problem uh, for example uh, if you have a, a bad job or if you have a uh, a bad uh, okay so let's take a bad job because that will have different elements to it so let's if you have a bad job a really bad job people there uh, are uh, not on the same wavelength people there don't have share your same belief uh, your uh, boss is very rude uh, the, the, the uh, things the activities of the job are not something that uh, uh, go with your skill set or that is not something that you uh, want to learn okay so that's a bad job now if you keep persisting in that job it's not going to get better yes you will make money you might become better at it you you might become let's say you're not interested in that job the job doesn't fit you at all your mind is totally away from it doesn't it's not with your belief your belief is not in the job so if you stick with a job yes you will get better at it you will make promotion you will make money no doubt about it that does not solve the problem of the bad job you are still in the bad job if you want to get out of the bad job you to get out of the bad job leave the bad job get a good job you have to go out of it so similarly we have a problem looking at it through the problem keep persisting it inside the problem not the solution you have to go out of it and look at it from there Job chapter 3 verse 11 Job makes a mistake of looking at it from the problem itself So he says why don't I why don't go why don't you just take me uh, wish I was not born and because Job does not have that uh, power to go back in time Christ has the power Job does not have the power and if he goes back I mean like let's say that God listens to what Job is praying for here and he takes him back in time does not create him now all the good things that Job did the good job okay good job would have become irrelevant so do we take the bad and not take the good with the bad I mean life is about having a good balance of growing hardship and becoming good and teaching people to 
become logically sound through this maturity and uh, growth that is what uh, christian living takes us through so if job if uh, so that is why uh, this is very relevant to us so we must never uh, uh look at uh problem from the inside we must look at it from the outside and try to solve it that is what job chapter 311 that's the uh, hermeneutical understanding that we can get from it next job chapter 3 verse 18 job chapter 3 verse 18 job compares himself with those have passed so job uh, as he speaks this lament he he he, he is of assurity that uh, the only solution is through uh, him not being born okay so he has come to that conclusion he has con- come to that conclusion that the uh, light of life has been decimated it cannot be uh, reignited and because of that he is questioning why it was given to him in the first place he is not being thankful for the times of goodness this light of life has been able to produce on earth so because of this lack of thankfulness lack of gratitude he has come under the opinion in this chapter in this passage that his life needs to have been ended before it started so this job chapter 3 verse 18 follows with that where he says um, so let my soul have gone and stayed with the kings uh, the wicked people and slaves before all this had happened so that i would have been impartially uh been treated by Christ so basically what this um, is trying to say is job is being a uh, lazy he is saying that uh, i don't want to be tested i i don't want this trouble um i wanted the good life alone the bad life i do not want and uh, because i don't i am going through this now i want to uh, not have had okay he is not saying take it off right now he is saying he is uh, i do not want the good life as well that i lived i don't want that i i just want to have directly gone from birth to heaven and stayed in heaven with the uh, people who are impartially blessed in heaven so of course all those who accept christ uh, he is the grand judge and he will uh, ensure that everybody who accepts him and does his work art uh, uh, if if they are wicked if they are good if they are slaves they will uh, whatever they are they will be given an impartial uh, place in the mansion of Christ so job says uh, before um, uh, i was made a person who had 10 uh, children uh, camels cattle uh, land uh, people working for me before doing all that and then losing all of it and then having lost his health and suffering instead of that whole thing the good and the bad he right after his born he wants to have gone straight to 
heaven and lived uh, the impartial life with Christ. So, for Job 3.18 saying, most of us uh, Christians want that, don't we? We want that type of heavenly life uh, right from the start. But God says, you ha- we have to prove ourselves worthy. We have to prove ourselves worthy by not being part of uh, the evil, by being part of the good, by helping those who need help, by doing the work of Christ, by devoting ourselves, by following the commandments, each and every one of the commandments. Having the light of God, not hiding it inside a bushel, but letting it shine bright. We must do all of that, is what God says. Job goes against God in saying that he wants uh, to have directly gone to heaven after his birth. So, this is again another uh, learning that we can get here where uh, we as Christians, just because uh, we are facing troubles, uh, should not uh, get the thoughts or the um, commandments thoughts commanded by Christ for us uh, uh, to be um, uh, diluted in value. So we should ensure that our thoughts and our activities are completely focused in doing the commandments of Christ, in being worthy of the word and the promises uh, of uh, Christ and doing what is good for the church. So we must uh, ensure our light shines bright at all times, even at the most hard, most termed, uh, uh, tempestuous, hard uh, 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 torture, whether it is through uh, in our wealth, in our health, in our family, whatever it is, we must ensure that we accomplish what Christ's word, what Christ uh, wants us to do. We should not let that be diluted for anything. If we lose a leg, if we lose a hand, if we lose an eye, we must use the other leg, the other hand and the other eye to do the work of Christ. That is how dedicated we must be. That is what I can see from this passage. Okay, so let's go through the learnings of this uh, uh, passage as we wrap up this exhortation. Overview uh, of this uh, Job chapter 3 talks about the uh, lament of grief and the unfailing faith of Job. Uh, three important verses this passage, Job chapter 3 verse 8 talks about uh, how the psychology, the mind must be at peace at all times to solve any problem. Job chapter 3 verse 11 talks about how the uh, solution to any problem is achieved from outside, being outside the problem, looking into it, not from inside the problem, looking through a muddy lens. Job chapter 3 verse 18 uh, talks about how we must
must never tire of doing good we must never tire no matter how how much obstacles hurdles come on our path we must never stop the light of Christ from shining bright at all times that is job chapter 3 what's the point of life uh, is the title of this uh, you can say that's what's the point of life is the title of this narration that job has done So thank you for listening